Here's a thought about a team the Pac-12 could add an expansion. It's one you might not have considered, but you should. Let's go. We're locked on Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Locked On Pack 12. I'm your host, Spencer McLaughlin. Thank you so much for making this your first listen or your first view of the day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your number one source to stay up to date with our beloved Conference of Champions. Please continue to like, comment, subscribe wherever you listen to or watch this show, which today is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get Started and we are starting and ending today once again with a potential expansion candidate, that being the Falcons of Air Force. They present many intriguing components that I shall not be presenting to you. I'm going to turn it over to my very good friend, counsel for the plaintiff, Your Honor, Spencer C. McLaughlin. Esquire, graduate of the Locked On Pac-12 University Law School. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, your honor, members of the court, all of you watching or listening in person or virtually at this point in time. Today we will lay out the very clear, concise, and legitimate argument for adding the Air Force Academy to the Pac-12 our beloved Conference of Champions, a league that is losing two of its premier brands and needs to add some teams for more than a few reasons, many of which we have discussed right here on this very show. Now, many Pac-12 fans have poked and prodded shall we say, at the possibility of adding teams out of the Mountain West Conference. This is a very logical place to look. The Mountain West, out West, has been the premier group of five conference with Pac-12 teams often shaking in their boots at the thought of playing certain programs from the Mountain West. But one that is consistently overlooked unfairly, might I add, the Falcons of Air Force. They have been, shall we say, flying under the radar. If you are going to consider, in your mind, programs from the Mountain West to add to the Pac-12, Air Force cannot and should not be overlooked. If you were to compile a list in your mind as a Pac-12 fan, or a commissioner, or an administrator, or anybody else involved in college athletics and this wonderful theoretical world of expansion, which will one day come to reality. If you had to compile a list of the most watched Mountain West football programs in 2022, who would you put at the top of the list? You'll probably jump to the Boise States, the San Diego States, the Fresno States, of the world, worthy programs. They've been a worthy adversary of Air Force for the last several seasons. 
and they are most definitely worthy of consideration. But I ask you if it would surprise you, members of the jury, to know that the second most watched team in the Mountain West this season was Air Force. That's right. A service academy was the second most watched team in the Mountain West. Adding immediate legitimacy to their candidacy to join the Pac-12. And it goes beyond that. When considering the sort of viewership that a team can draw now and in the future, his market size is paramount. But the leading team in the conference for viewership this year, Boise State, shows us that it is more, it is about more than just market power. It is about brand power, the ability to get people from a variety of areas in the country to watch your games. Interest, intrigue, recognition. Air Force is one of just three football programs in the country that fans anywhere across the United States, dare I say the world, would hear and immediately think of a brand that they recognize because it is a service academy. That is a unique distinction that is expansive, that is recognizable, that is familiar for fans of this great sport all over the country. That is a big reason why we have accumulated such a successful viewership over the last several years. But that's not the only reason. It's far from the only reason. Would it intrigue you to know that over the last three full college football seasons, ignoring the one a couple years ago that, let's be real, did that really count out West? No, not really. Let's look at the programs in the Mountain West as you consider the very legitimate question of pedigree and whether or not a program would be able to succeed in your conference, be competitive, be relevant, win games, beat notable teams, get eyeballs to the television. That's what you're looking for an expansion team here. Would it intrigue you to know that over the last three full seasons, Air Force has 31 wins. That's 31 victories in three full seasons of college football. Now, I, of course, have a prestigious law degree, and I'm not a math expert, but I have called upon those who have greater statistical prowess than I, and they tell me that that equates to greater than 10 wins per season. That seems to be, in the grand picture of college football, quite excellent, does it not? Over 10 wins a season, the momentum around the Air Force football program is very legitimate. That momentum would only increase should they be added to the Pac-12. Those 31 wins over the last three years of college football are two more than either San Diego State or Boise State and seven more than Fresno State. 
a program that was recently considered here in this very courtroom. So as you consider programs of great pedigree and prowess and competitiveness, you can't ignore Air Force. They cannot, nor should they be, ever overlooked in this discussion. But there are even more reasons as to why. The Falcons are a very legitimate choice for the Pac-12. I will bend your ear further on that front after I tell you about FanDuel. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner here at Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, and that is FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features, kind of like Air Force for joining the Pac-12. They make sports betting fun and easy. New customers join today. Get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet. Maybe look at the Chiefs. I, I kind of like the Chiefs this weekend. Eagles. I like Chiefs and Eagles this weekend. I, I just, I'm just saying. But if you like somebody else, go place your bets at FanDuel. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Alrighty, our brief recess has concluded. Let's get historical, shall we? as we continue to lay out this argument for the Air Force Falcons. Can any of you who are fans of the Pac-12 recall the last Mountain West team to join the Pac-12 who had a long tenured and highly successful head coach who would seemingly be a candidate to oversee the transition from the G5 to the Power Five level and seems to have a lot of staying powder, power out in one of those mountainous states in the U.S. And, and anyone? Does, does that remind you of anyone? Because it reminds me very much of one Kyle Whittingham at Utah. Who, to be fair, had, had indeed won at a higher level with the Utes prior to joining the Pac-12. But the similarities are glaring. Troy Calhoun has been the identity of Air Force football. It's, it's hard to imagine or know what the Falcons would be like if he weren't their head coach. And he is the sort of individual with the coaching pedigree, the moxie, the maturity, the experience to oversee this transition that I hope the Falcons will be considered for. And speaking of Air Force and their general location, many Pac-12 fans across the blogosphere, the internet, if you will, were pointing out quite accurately, might I add, that the geographical proximity of Los Angeles to Big Ten country really did not make a whole lot of sense. It didn't make a whole lot of sense, and doesn't, frankly, because the trips are just peculiar. They're strange. There are advantages, to be sure. But the Pac-12 
to me, seems like a conference that is going to continue to value its geographical footprint and understanding where it is and understanding where schools are located that will fit within the conference. Air Force, located in the state of Colorado, that I I need not remind fans of the bus, have won a lot more football games over the last several years. Well, they play at the group of five level. Yeah, that's, that's very true. They do play in the Mountain West, just like many of the other teams who are going to be considered for one of these two or four prestigious additions to the Conference of Champions. Did uh, any of you, by chance, catch a glimpse of the Armed Forces Bowl? Hmm? Did, did, anybody, uh, did anybody notice what, what went down in that game? Let me uh, take you back almost exactly a month ago, December 22nd, 2022. The 9-3 Air Force Falcons out of the Mountain West take on the Baylor Bears out of the Big 12. And in that Armed Forces Bowl, one team scored 30, the other 15. Now, Casual college football fans might think of such a matchup and say a service academy from the G5 level against the Baylor Bears, who had a down year but played a lot of competitive games and were fresh off a Big 12 championship season. No, 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 no. Troy Calhoun couldn't go up against Dave Aranda, a young up-and-comer. They couldn't go against a Power 5 program. They couldn't go up against the Baylor Bears. Yet in that game, it was Air Force, not Baylor. That ended the game with 30 points. And the Baylor Bears, who notched just 15. Paving the way for another 10-win season, which have become commonplace for Coach Calhoun. They have become run-of-the-mill standard. When they don't happen, it's kind of a look of, huh, why didn't that happen? Now, one factor that opposing councils are likely to bring up here in this very courtroom with regards to Air Force's ability to compete in the Pac-12 is that they, like the other two service academies, Army, the Black Knights, and Navy, the midshipmen, are proponents of the triple option offense. They are. It is true. That is what has led to all that success. By the way, Air Force going up against Washington State, led by then the late Mike Leach, a coach that I think we all universally respect and admire, yes? In the 2019 Cheez-It Bowl, took on the Cougars and were victorious in that game as well. This is a program led by a head coach with the philosophy they currently have, the playbooks they have, the players they have, the culture they have, capable of beating Power 5 institutions right now. And I know that to be true because I just read you the results right there for all the world to see. And those high-powered, very potent, well-schemed, well-designed Mike Leach offenses One of those was able to muster up 
just 21 points. Air Force may not go into games and light the world on fire. Though, uh, might I point out, they were over 30 in both of those games against Power 5 schools. Just something I thought I would remind the jury of, Your Honor. I'll get back on track. Thank you. This is a program that has prided itself on its defense. Baylor, 15 points. Washington State, 21 points. That's it. That's all they were able to muster up. This is a defense. This is a program. This is a culture. This is a community that cares about football and has made a commitment to playing a physical style that would allow them to compete in the Pac-12. Combined with their brand power as one of just three service academies in the entire country. Their strong reputation of taking young men and making them into the sorts of individuals that the Pac-12 is proud of. Combined with the viewership potential that Air Force very much has and must be considered. Is why we here at the Air Force Academy Humbly ask for your consideration for admission into Thank the you, Pac-12. Mr. McLaughlin, for Thank you. making the case for the Falcons. So, is Air Force an option? Actually, yes. They, they, they very well could be. Now, here, here's, how I, here's how I feel about Air Force. I think they're an intriguing option. I think their viewership numbers, being as strong as they are, makes them a contender. Because what... Mr. McLaughlin Esquire was discussing in his oral arguments before the court were that the brand goes beyond the market, which is true for Boise State and it's true for Air Force as well. I mean, even people who don't really know college football that well could pretty reasonably know something or think something familiar when they hear Air Force. Because everybody knows that it's one of the branches of the military. So I think that that is very legitimate. I think that's very legitimate. One thing that that is also worth pointing out here is they could be a travel partner for Colorado and other sports. Now, Utah is already that right now. So I'm not sure exactly how that would work. But, you know, if they added... I mean, they could shuffle that. It's just, it's not a major feather in the cap, but it's not nothing, right? The, the geography here does make a, a pretty hefty amount of sense. There are, however, some drawbacks to the Falcons. One of them is because of how the academy is set up, grad transfers, as I understand it, are not really possible there. It's it's not something that, that they have done because everybody who's there is a cadet, right? So they can't just add players at will the way some other programs can, which does, I think, place a limit on their on their ceiling a little bit. In addition to NIL, because there's some, you know, weird rules and regulations about, you know, government employees or soldiers or cadets and making, you know, so I, I don't think that that's, that would be a big part of their program if they joined the Pac-12. But Here's, here's how I really, really feel about Air Force. Because of those factors and the talent acquisition via the portal and NIL and recruiting, those could be drawbacks that might put a limit 
on Air Force's ceiling. But from a competitive football standpoint, they might have one of the higher floors. I, I really, really think that. And I know they run the triple option. Let me ask you this question if you're saying, oh, that could never work and whatnot. Did you watch Oregon State this year? Because they had games where they were only putting it up in the air against Oregon. They completed six passes and won. And there were games where Ben Goldbranson was not exactly lighting the world on fire. And they still won games. Maybe Air Force would never turn into a conference power. Maybe they'd never be able to elevate to that level because of offensive limitations and you know running that. And maybe Coach Calhoun would pivot. I don't know. But I think their floor is pretty high because they've been so darn consistent. Just go look at their records. Or alternatively, I'll just read them to you right now. Troy Calhoun has been there since 2007, which means he's been there well over a decade at this point. Here are his seasons in the Mountain West. He's finished in the top 25 uh, just once. I don't know if they did this year after they won their bowl game. They went 10-3. and three. But here are his seasons. 9-4, That's a lot of winning football games. And in that span, they have won one, two, three, four, five, six bowl games. Six? The last couple they've won have been against Power 5 opponents. They beat Baylor this year. They beat Louisville in the first first responder bowl the year before. And they beat Washington State in the Cheez-It Bowl in 2019. Are those high-level Power 5 teams they're playing? No, but they're relevant competitive ones. So what you can say about Air Force right now is that if you took them and dropped them in the Pac-12 at this very moment, they would not be a total bottom dweller or or, or go winless in conference play. I think if they played Cal right now, that's a close game. I think if they played Arizona, that's an interesting game. If they'd played 2022 version of Colorado pre Dion, I think they probably beat Colorado. Not probably, they beat Colorado. I think they could compete with Stanford. They might be able to beat Stanford. I mean, that's that's like a third of the league there. I don't know why I'm putting up four fingers that way. But that is a really high floor program. And when you look at, you know, Fresno or Boise or San Diego State, they've had some great seasons too. But they also have shown a propensity, I think, from time to time to have a little bit more fluctuation. Boise State a little bit less so. But Air Force has just been, this has been a quiet killer in the Mountain West, man. And they've been running the triple option that whole time. And that hasn't stopped them from winning games. The 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 other thing that you have to mention here is, and I didn't know this. I I, I got this information from a very interesting guy uh, who shall remain nameless at this point in time. But he knows who he is if he's listening. Air Force... Navy and Army are all at some level. I don't know exactly how high up it goes, but they're responsive 
to the Pentagon. Yeah, which sounds crazy, but then when you think about it, you're like, oh, wait, no, actually, yeah, that, that, that kind of makes sense. Because everybody who's in there is a cadet. So it goes up to the Pentagon and such. And the Pentagon, it seems, has been reluctant to allow any of the three service academies to join the Power Five ranks because it requires a lot of investment, it requires a lot more money, requires a lot more time, and if those academies are going to get more money, there's a chance that could come from you know government funding at some point. I don't like that can just all get kind of messy when that is involved. However, the optimism on that front, if you're a Falcons fan or wanting to add them, is that they can look at Navy and say, well, wait a minute, Navy was an independent and you let them jump to the American. That's not power five, but that's still a significant upgrade going from an independent to being in the premier, I think in the country, group of five conference. That's a significant difference there. That's the precedent that they would have to bank on. Is that enough? I don't know. Because going to the Power 5 level is different. But I, I would be very interested to see how this would play out. And by the way, this, quest, this question originated from Maxwell Eddy via YouTube. Keep dropping teams in there. I won't be doing this every day on the show because there are other things to talk about. But this is just going to be a recurring theme. As you send me teams, I'm going to evaluate them. And I'm going to keep suiting up. If you're listening on podcasts, that's... Uh, what I did differently today is put the suit on, lawyer up, and get in the courtroom for these teams. Because I think they're all worthy of evaluation because they all present something a little bit different. And it's fascinating. But uh, Maxwell Eddie said, hey, Spencer, can you do a lawyer case for Air Force joining the pack? Yes, of course. They have a super unique offense and a team that can out-tough anybody. That is definitely their calling card. I agree. Their academics will always be able to match the pack expectations. I, again, agree. I'm pretty sure that is correct. And they would have a uniquely nationwide fan base since they're a military academy. I again agree. As a Husky fan, I think they're the one Mountain West team I would have some concern about playing. Well, Washington fan, I'll see if you still feel that way after week one against Boise State. I suspect they'll be fine. But Boise State is a team that's given the Pac-12 problems in the past. Air Force could 100% become that in the future. Keep the team suggestions coming. I've got a bunch of them on my prep sheet, man. We're going to get to Tulane at some point. We're going to get to Rice. There was somebody, oh, I've got to go through San Diego State. We got tons to evaluate. Having a blast. Hope you are as well. Appreciate everyone listening. See you next time. Have a wonderful rest of your day.